G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. Today we're going through the final position and talking about the lock, singular, and all of the other options to go at our R2. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey. You can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And here for the last time before the preseason, or one of the last times before the preseason finishes, yep. I'm here with Luke, mate. How are you? I'm good. I liked that, the, the lock singular in the Yeah, in well, the there is line, only hey? one person we can yeah. lock into the ruck. I think well. most people are locking in Big Rowan Marshall, aren't they? Yeah, so we'll, uh, we're going to be going through a lot of the rucks and the dilemma of what the hell are we doing at R2 slash R1, if you're going up to English, yeah. um, and uh, all of that stuff. But before we do that, um, I do just want to... We, we've got some news, mate. We're, we're recording this on Monday night. Um, the week before the AFL fantasy or AFL season begins, and we've got some debutants announced. So, yeah. a couple of blue boys, Lockie Cowan, and uh, is it Hollands as well? Yeah, yeah, Hollands. I think, and it was really, it seemed really nice the way that they went about it. I think um, they got all the boys in the room, and then uh, was it Vossi that got a got a call from from their dads? Yeah, and their dads got to announce it to them. I think is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, so, very cute. So pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. So um, we don't know yet what this means on Alex, uh, the ch- the bread. Yeah, the ciabatta. <laughs> the ciabatta, Alex Chincotta. Now, I was asking you, and I, I haven't had a chance to research this since starting the pod. So let mm. us know in the comments if you do know. But I'm not sure if Alex Chincotta has ever played a game before. Um, I'll actually just look up this right yeah, now. Yeah. Well, if he was, um, if he was a debutant, I don't. It would be interesting to do the big announcement for two. And, you would and then, think. I don't know how you'd play that, but um, no. Maybe, so maybe I don't think played he's again. played a game yet. So okay. to me, that kind of spells bad news that he mm. might not be there for round one. Um, so. Uh, 200k option that might not be there for us so a bit of planning if he was in your side might need to find a bit of cash to get him up to a Lockie Cowan Um, you know 42k doesn't sound like a lot but I know for my team especially it breaks the bank man. yeah it's it's tight ships so um, take that one into account so Um, and the other thing I wanted to have a look at, and if, I don't know if you've got the the reviews there, mm. wanted to give a couple of shout outs to a few people that um, that gave us some really positive reviews. I, we ran out of time on our last podcast, but going through our roughs today, I think we'll have a bit of time. Yeah, <laughs> um, we shouldn't we shouldn't spend too long. On but them. let's um, let's live, give, give a shout out to a few reviews over on Apple Podcast again. Thank you guys to everyone who has left a Apple uh, Podcast rating and review five stars over there. Uh, we've had uh, a lot come through in the last week. Those trying to get into the draft league which we did on the weekend just gone but if you are enjoying the fantasy content and enjoying the podcasts and the shows over on youtube um, head over onto apple Podcasts and drop a five-star rating over there we would much appreciate it and uh and vice versa if you're listening on podcasts usually head over to youtube and uh, make sure hit hit subscribe on there even if you usually listen to on podcasts it would be uh much much appreciated um so you got some uh got some yeah, good reviews up this, here this one's a nice one here it says 
Mitch is a great fantasy sports guy and has helped me a lot with basketball over the years. He's just as knowledgeable with AFL, and I would recommend this podcast to anyone who plays AFL fantasy. <laughs> I think okay. we all know that was Mitch that hey, wrote excuse that. Excuse me, excuse me, that could be anyone there. Who, who uh, said that there? Uh, that the, uh... Celtics for the chip. Oh, so, <laughs> I, there's no hiding, mate. That was you. Uh, <laughs> quick, hide all the sudden, Mitch. Well, let's see if we can find a genuine one that wasn't written by bloody one half of the show. Okay. Uh, no, this, this one here is actually nice. So I stumbled uh, stumbled onto this brand new uh, pod a few weeks back. The first thing that stuck out to me was the production quality. I don't know whether that would would be really our, um, okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's a calling card. No, but, uh, no. We've, been, we've been just even tonight. We've had some technical <laughs> issues trying to solve some I mean, camera things. Yeah, but if, if we're working guys, on it. These guys saw what was happening behind the scenes. I don't think production quality <laughs> would be something we'd be getting <laughs> but, a shout out but for. But appreciate it, mate. But yeah, yeah, it was very friendly. That that was uh, Russ. Who was the guy? Someone said that they were they were keen for the draft. They were stiffer than stiffer than Cochin's hair or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was a good one. That, man. that got me laughing. There's been some very creative comments on there. So, um, so uh, any other ones you wanted to to highlight there that really catch your eye? No. No, you put me on the spot here. Oh, okay, so I don't, yeah, don't want to shout out. I don't want to shout out some people and leave some people okay, out well, the lurch. So well, thank you very much for anyone who has has uh, yeah, done a review che- for us. Cheers, guys, and uh, yeah, if you, if you are keen to support the show, um, that's probably the best way you guys can do it. Make sure you subscribe and drop a five star rating and a review on Apple Podcast. Yep. But let's get stuck into these rucks. So Lock, you mentioned it off the top. Uh, Rowan Marshall should pretty much be in every serious fantasy coach's side. Forty-four percent of people uh, agree with us. One of your ruck options, yeah, forty-four percent, which is again on the higher range of things, but I think it should probably be higher. Um, we've seen several years of data to suggest he's a one hundred and five plus averaging uh, player when he's on his own. It looks like he's going to be do, doing that. The worries about him spending time forward in the preseason with a few of the injuries have been sort of diminished. We saw in the preseason game he went big against a Draper who is actually a restrictive Ruckman uh, based on last year's stats. So I think he could be someone that at times when we've got a really positive matchup could be something that we throw a captaincy or at least a vice captaincy his way. So at 808k, huge bargain there. Lock him away. We don't really need to speak too much about Ron Marshall, but Luke, what the hell are we doing at R2, mate? Um, we're going to go through some of these options here. Yeah. Um, uh, look, it, it's, it could come down to the wire. We've spoken yeah. about the fact that um, for both for both you and myself, it, it really could be dictated by who's named and who's not named uh, yep. come Wednesday and Thursday as to where we go with the ruck. So this first fella... Um, that we'll talk about other than Marshall, Timmy English is owned by 26% of coaches. He's, for me, he's a possible um, because... He's in, a possible for me a, too. There is a scenario, scenario. Go there. Well, in a scenario where nothing um, that I like happens in terms of, you know, your Darcy Cameron's, your life sets, yep. then there's a scenario where I could go to English. You just uh, got to pull the trigger and, and yeah, find the cash to get there. It'd What's, be a tough pill to swallow, but because it, it is a lot of cash to chew through. So we were talking the other day about like structure and this sort of thing. And I guess my question to you at the time was, okay, if I'm going to get English in, what I probably would need to do is go someone like a Will Day yeah. down to a rookie to make that happen and then get someone like a Lysette or a cheaper ruck up to an English, which would give me an extra rookie on field. Um, so, And it would be someone like a Lockie Cowan or something yeah. like that. So I've got two rookies in my defensive line, yeah. which right now I only have Plus one. Constable. Um, Constable will be now moving from D5 to D4. Yeah. So I guess the, the scenario or the comparison you've got to then ask yourself is, okay, Will Day and Lysette, 
what do they average as yeah. a, as a com- combination versus English and a um, Lockie Cowan? What do they average as a, as a duo? But then you've also got to weigh up the you know job security of someone yeah. like a Lockie Cowan. Like, is he potential of getting subbed off at any point? Um, I think for me, the nervousness of some comments about Chincotta and um, Lockie Cowan fighting it out for that last spot suggests to me that he is quite highly likely to be a sub at least some of these early games. So if I have that on my field, even though they might be averaging similar, it's still something that sort of weighs on my mind. And I actually think that the riskier option is going someone like an English and a rookie because you're paying up top dollar. Plus, you've also got the risk of the injury, sorry, of the sub with the rookie. So for me, even though Scott Lysett seems like a yuck option, I'm still leaning to go that way if I if I need to. But... What are your thoughts on that kind of like equation and thinking about it that way? Yeah, I think it, you can't boil it down to purely what will Lysette and Day average versus what will English and, and um, Cowan average. I don't think you can. You brought up a good point about job security. So straight yeah. away, you're not boiling it down to numbers. But the other thing right. too um, that I think you have to consider as well is when you go to that Lysette um, Day option as well, Lysette could really put you in a pickle if he just comes out and averages 70. Do you know, like... Then you're having to yeah. you're having to find that 300k. You're assuming. Then I guess you're assuming that that rookie. The yeah, you're gonna have to use a rookie sort of is downgrade it, at some. Is point. Is it the too. worst thing in the world if Lysette comes out and gives you 70? Like, like I know it's not what you want, but is it the worst thing in the world? Because like that's the same as English coming out and giving you 100. You know, you're paying for 70, you get 70. You pay for 100, you get 100. Like, it, do you, you just, know what I mean? Like, but, but English, you keep. English, you keep. You have to trade Lysette. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I feel weird or, or dirty about having to... But I'm going to trade Lysette anyway. It just means that I'm going to trade him at a lower price than I was hoping to. But if you're picking a guy that you think is going to average... Se- you, like, in no other line would you pick a guy that you think is going to average 70 and just stay at 70. If you're picking a guy that no, you think is no, average no, 70 no. on another line, you're expecting them to go bigger. Yeah. So I, I think... If you said, "Oh, you pick English, you get a hundred, you pay for a hundred, you get a hundred. Yeah, but yeah. I'm happy with that because I'm I'm keeping him. I don't want to yeah. pick Lysette at seventy and get seventy because I'm not happy with that. I get I what you're saying. Him. I, I guess I'm just trying to weigh up like the worst case scenario because like the reason like English, obviously, I have him as like ruck one or ruck mm. two. Like mm. we, we, he's going to be a gun. It's it really comes down to me as a structure debate. And well, first of all, what do you expect? If you expect English to be a one ten guy. Well, then you, you you have him in your team. If you expect him to be like that, one hundred to one hundred and five kind of a guy, then it's then it's the the same structure debate that I have with Doherty. It's the same structure debate I have with a um, Rory Laird, but but even less so because he's not a captain option. So yeah. when it's that kind of a thing where you're not a captain option, there's not a whole lot of value. There's been interruptions into your preseason. That structure debate to me is really the key here. Um, so. That's kind of the thing holding him out of my team at the moment. Um, and yes, the reason that you maybe want to pay up for a player like that is because of the uncertainty in the other options. Yeah. But when you do that, you still got to go like, okay, worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, I go English and I get a rookie. Worst case in that scenario is the rookie gets subbed round one. I get a 30 on my field. English gets injured. English goes up against, <laughs> English goes up against a Gorn and a Grundy round one, scores yeah. a 70 anyway. Like... the. The, the downside in that option, to me, I know it's hard to just do two versus two, but the downside in that, to me, it seems safer on paper because he's the established guy, but when you're paying that much and you've got the other risk on the other side of things, it actually, to me, makes more 
it, it actually sounds riskier when I put it in those terms than the other option, if that makes sense. Yeah, look, I'm hoping that our, our problems in this regard could be solved by um, by Fly McRae not selecting. Yeah, basic, well, we'll get to some of those guys later. Docs, but, but we will. Yeah, we, we yeah. better move on to the next highly owned fella, which is our boy Samson Ryan. <laughs> Samson Ryan, uh, can He's we done can we call him? Right. Can we call him the uh, the next Fly and Ryan, or is it oh, too early goodness, for that? Goodness me, I think it might always be too early for <laughs> yeah, that. True, true, true. <laughs> Mate, uh, preseason points per minute though. One oh. quarter, 40 plus points. Well, I mean, when you come on in the last quarter and you're fresh as a daisy. And Everyone else is just trudging around in mud. Yeah. <laughs> not only are they, it's the preseason. They're yeah, not even trying. No, and he comes you, out fresh as a daisy. You expect someone to do that. And so. did you see some of the, the goals he was trying to kick? The ball's going this way and oh. it's going right. It's going left. He kicked one straight, which was good. It was right in front of the goal square. <laughs> but, um, His points per minute were right up. Dad will be cranky at us for trash talking him. I think he's, he's yeah, well, riding him all the way home. Well, yeah. But, I've, I've been known to trash talk some rich. Some, uh, Tigers a bit too early, and then uh, and then they come and out they and prove off. me wrong. So, um, you know, we could see that happen. But he's he's high. The reason I'm not going to go there, he's a pass for me. Is yeah. he plays that first game of the round? Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to have that locked into my side first game of the round. I want that loop option. Yeah. I think that even if he does come on, he's not going to set the world on fire. No. Um, if even if he comes into it like week two, week three. Um, if you get a guy who is DPP and you want to downgrade to get him, you can move that DPP guy into your forward line, have yeah. him sitting on your ruck bench. Then, um, so for me, he's a straight no. I'm not. I'm not going with Samson Ryan. Yeah, certainly not at the start of the year. Yeah, as as good looking of a character as he is, and uh, and he plays for our boys, but. Not, not a fan. Uh, Lachlan McAndrew is the next guy there. Another sort of R three option. Um, this one, I'm more. Potentially interested in they. There's some wording saying that he is potentially able to get some games early in the season whilst uh, he is out. Yeah, but it's, I guess it comes down to the debate. What do you do? What do you want to do in terms of that loop? Yeah. So he again. Um, I'm filling up my phone right now, so I can't look up the schedule there. But when do when do Sydney play? If you if you just look at the, I think from memory they play like the Saturday night. Um, but if he plays, it does, it's irrelevant, isn't it? In terms, but of it, you won't be able to loop him. So remember, with yeah. your, with your loophole option, say I wanted to VC uh, Bailey Smith. Well, you can't do that if you've got someone like a Lachlan McAndrews because the loop option will be gone. Gone by then. So um, yeah, by then. They, so, they play Saturday night. Yeah, so they play Saturday night. So again, how much do I want to put into that first? Round or, or whatever, you know, yeah. in terms of loopholing, and um, I'll have to have a look at his draw. To me, it's still not worth it. I think that I'd rather go that later option in this next player, which is Max Heath, as yeah. my R3 option, just so I have complete flexibility in round one. It gives me just that little bit time to construct my team over the weekend. Um, even if he doesn't ever play, I'm not too devastated because I think even if Samson Ryan, Lachlan and Andrew come in. They're not going to set the world on fire. I don't think they're going to be sole rucks or anything like that. No, you're not going to lose out. And if, if they do start looking likely, you can probably get on and not miss Again, the Again, Max Heath, like I said, he's got that DPP. Swing him forward, downgrade yeah. someone to you know uh, yeah. those other guys if you really want them on your bench. And you're still looking pretty sweet there. So for me, Max Heath is still... Probably have he's I put... A, he's almost a lock. Yeah, <laughs> he almost is the lock here, but... He's very probable I, for me. I can see the world where you might go some of those other guys there, but yep. he, yeah, he's very probable for me as still my R3 option. Yeah. Um, so those are the R3 talks. And then there's just a bunch of other guys who are grouped together in mm. that sort of just below 10% ownership. So let's talk about Darcy Cameron here. Um, we were saying before, yep. it depends on the teams. 
being announced if we on see Thursday those, night. Those goggles come off. Yeah, then I'm in on Darcy Cameron. I so is it as simple as no Darcy Cameron? Sorry, no Mason Cox in the team on round one. We launch into Cameron. I yeah. think it is kind of get looking that way, and as simple as it is for me. Yeah, it's probably looking that way for me as well. I'd probably like that selection to be accompanied by like some narrative from the club saying, "Yeah, Darcy Cameron's our boy." Like, you know, if it was. If it was just a kind of a one-off, I'd probably still launch into it, but I might just be a little bit uh, more wary of it. Let me remind you of a scenario that happened last year. Last year, if I draw your attention to the Bulldogs, in the preseason, Tim English and Steph Martin played the preseason games together. Yeah. Come round one, Tim English was named in that first game of the round. Remember, they played the first game as that finals rematch, mm. and um, Tim English was named Solo Ruck, and it it pricked my ears up, and I've said this several times. I wish I started with him round one because I, I had the thought at that time. But and then we didn't see Steph Martin come into that team. Now he's an older player, yeah, a um, little bit different to a to a Mason Cox. But even though they've played in the preseason, I wouldn't be ruling out the possibility that they still go with just one of them and they go with the Damick stay up forward. Um, now you could say that maybe they they start with them, one of them gets subbed out halfway through with the sub rule. A little bit different this year, but I'm not ruling out the possibility that Darcy Cameron might be named Solo Ruck because of the situation like we saw last year with the Tim English thing and the Steph Martin. Um, and I don't want I, I want to be a bit more like I said, launching into <laughs> it a bit more um, yeah. active in in terms of that. So for me, Cameron Solo Ruck, I'm in. Yeah. Cameron Dual Ruck, I'm out. It's as simple as that for me. Yeah, I'm probably leading that way as well. Maybe not as um, sure on my convictions as you, but that would be the way I'm leaning. He's probably, of the guys on the list, he's probably the the most probable yep. um, in that scenario. Yeah, so he's yeah he's possible basically just based on that sort of thing for me. Yep. Shawnee Das, the, uh, the trim uh, preseason. Yeah, he's looking mobile. Eh? Uh, yeah, I think I've heard a few people say that he hasn't have a, had a preseason in several seasons. Now, we do have to take into a grain of salt here that he did that preseason game with Luke Jackson. Yeah. He's still possible. I mean, a lot of these guys are going to be possible for me because <laughs> I'm a bit up in the air. But he's possible for me because he comes in a nice price point, just a little bit more than Darcy Cameron. Um, so it's easy enough for me to get there. 9% ownership here. He's, again, someone who is a young Ruckman up and coming. So we could just see him taking that next step forward. He... Yeah, what are your thoughts with Sean Darcy and, and yeah. how likely is he to end up in your side? He actually came in and did an impromptu training session with the boys um, the other day, which which was interesting. Okay. So um, the thing there, I think we'd all be, if, if Sean Darcy was the solo ruck at Freo and Luke Jackson had gone to another club, we'd all probably be looking oh, to launch into either sh- Sean Darcy or yeah, Luke Jackson, respectively. Yeah. It's just the fact that they're They've kind of Luke stolen Jackson's. the shine off each other. Yeah, exactly. And I still expect, like you said, for Darcy to be that solo dominant ruck there and Jackson to be more of a pinch hitter and just kind of floating around the ground a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think that the fact that they're together is enough to push me away from both of them, Still too much uncertainty, yeah. And he does come up against Rowan Marshall round one, so again, yeah. the, the start... Like, I, mean, I don't want to put too much stock into it, but when you're splitting hairs, it's not the friendliest of starts for, for a Shawnee Dars. So he's possible for me, uh, probably a little bit less cut and dry as a, as a Darcy Cameron, but yeah. yeah, I think he's still someone that could make his way into my side. Uh, his teammate, Luke Jackson, I'm going to say pass on this one here. I can't see a scenario where he makes my team. Just uh, don't think I see the upside 
for him this season. Yeah, some people are obviously seeing it, like 9% owned. Um, yeah. And, I mean, he's not a guy that's being selected at R3, so people are selecting him to be there on the field. Uh, but for me, it's a pass as well. I just haven't... Um, you know, haven't done a great deal of digging yep. into him. And I just think, like I said before, the fact that they're at the same club kind of rules them out for me. Max Gorn, pass for me. It's just too expensive. If you've got the money to go to Max Gorn, just go to Tim English. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would exactly. Be, would be my thing. Um, yeah. Look, he might be the guy that comes out and is still a 100 averaging guy. And, but there's just too much uncertainty and he's still the most expensive player. If he was cheaper, then sure, you might be able to look at it. But he's, he's the most expensive ruck in the game. And with all those uncertainties, I just don't think you can go there. So... Yeah, I'm echoing those thoughts as well. Yeah. What about uh, my draft ruckman here in Sammy <laughs> Draper? He's I, on my bench. i got to give you some insight. Mitch just felt so gross making this oh, selection. It felt so dirty. I was upset. I was shower. upset that players like <coughs> Laddams went, Tristan Jerry went. Right before you wanted to select him. Right before, like, too. Yeah, yeah, like in, in succession. So <laughs> I got stuck with this Sammy Draper guy. Now... He he's another ruckman. I think he's just turned twenty four. If I want to remember that correctly, he's pretty much got the sole gig there. But still, just no statistical evidence to show that he is going to make any improvement. He's actually been going backwards. I think the last couple of seasons. Yeah, so, he shows flashes too, doesn't he? Like if you were to just watch a goal few of his year, game, go watch his highlights, and you think, yeah, this, this guy's he's about ready to dominate. Yeah, and then um, you have a look at him statistically and just think there's something not quite stacking up there. So, I mean, there's every chance that there could come a season where he just pops and, and we think... Oh, it could my, be this year. It, it, it very be. well could be this it year. It could be maybe a change of coach um, gives him what he needs to, you know, needs in, by way of confidence to, to just come out and absolutely take the, the competition by storm. Um, but there's not... I, I can't sell myself on that narrative. Yeah, he... <sighs> I don't know. Free kicks against is a big thing for him. Um, he's had some games in here where he's had six free kicks against, four free kicks against. And um, look, uninjured scores of 17, uh, 28, uh, 38, 41, 47 in there. So if, if he comes out and puts one of those scores up early, it's just it's a big halt to what you would hope of a guy around his price tag to start generating that cash to make that jump a little bit easier. So for me, it's just far too risky with a player like that. Like I said, it could happen. And if we look back and go, yep, he was the pick, I would not be surprised. So if you've got bigger balls than me, um, (laughs) you can take the punt. But I just just couldn't do it. Um, There's no statistical reason that I can sort of point to. The numbers don't suggest that he is ready for a breakout. The... Maybe the narrative of his age and his, you know, trajectory you feel like profile. You're for it, but but yeah, you? I'm sort of really stretching myself. So pass for me. Yeah. Um, let's go on to the next guy, Jared Witz. He seems like the safe option that a lot of people are going with mm. that don't want to pay off the English. Um, I'm going to say possible but unlikely for me. I think I'd rather go that Sean Darcy just a little bit cheaper or if I'm going to go up, I'm just going to go right up. Yeah, Witsy he, he seems like free-to-air TV. Like He's always there always at there. safe as houses but it's not sexy like Netflix. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. he, he is uninspiring, I suppose. Yeah. He um, has had a season where he's gone over 100 before. I think it was 2019, I think, if I want to yeah. say off the top of my head. Um, but I mean, maybe there's something sexy about certainty. There probably yeah. is in fantasy, Oh, absolutely, there? especially in the ruck position, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people are sort of assuming, yep, yeah, he was the pick that we should have picked last year. Let's just do it this year. Again, I'll reiterate, just because you're healthy one season doesn't mean you're going to be healthy the next season. Yeah. Um, so I want to put a little bit of a like pause on that, but... 
look, yeah, I don't know. He's priced at 90, so I think he could have just like a little bit of meat on the bone, maybe mid-90s kind of a guy. I think I'd rather him over like a Riley O'Brien, who's a similar price point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think Probably I'd rather just go that little bit finish. extra yeah. if I was to, to go that... I guess because because Wits is a guy that you're probably not going to be trading out anytime soon. You pay up for a guy like that. He's going at least till basically his buy, yeah. Um, which is it is the good buy, um, which is maybe a tick in his bow, and it's that sort of one where there's only two teams. But tick in his bow. What did I say? Tick in his bow. Tick in his a, bow. A, a string in his bow. Yeah. Yeah. Or a tick in tick, his tick in his box. box. <laughs> I don't know. Combine them. We're making Combine new the teams here. Things. The ball boys. Welcome to the ball boys. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's probably not enough for me to jump there. Uh, let's rule out these next few guys. Uh, Lloyd Meek, Brody Grundy, Riley O'Brien, pass, pass, pass for yep. me. Just haven't seen enough. Grundy really, I think, his stocks fell for me in the preseason. Mm. Your draft boy, actually. <laughs> Gross, huh? Yeah, but um, I don't know. He, he didn't impress me. I thought he was going to get more of the share at the Ruck at Melbourne, but it looks like it Mate, is 50-50. I'll, I'll look like a freaking genius if Max Gorn gets injured. Well, that's true. I'm, I'm that is true. Grundy. That's true. Oh my In classic, though, I'm waiting for him to get a bit cheaper before I do that. Um, do you, so you reckon that you might trade him in if he gets cheap in classic? Oh, if he gets cheaper and there's an injury. Oh, and Gorn oh, yeah, gets yeah, injured. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's Based on that scenario, yeah, you, were, yeah, gotcha. you were crossing your fingers with for your draft team. It's terrible, isn't it? I'm a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all right. The sickos come out in all of us in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on to these next guys here. Scott Lysette. Lysette, and forget, we kind of did He's touch on him a little us. bit here. He, yeah, that scares the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> 2% owned. I liked it better when he was up at like five, six percent, you know, which is still unique. But he's he's come down. He's still sitting in my side right now. So a lot of people um, are obviously just going Marshall English, bang bang. Yep. Um, so mm. it's not someone that I think um, people were. They saw the score. I'm, I'm putting another player in. Yes, <laughs> we'll talk about him soon. Um, but. They saw the score, 45. He did that on 60% game time in the preseason. He yep. was, however, the clear number one ruck. Yeah. But am I overthinking it, Luke? And I'm asking you this genuinely. Okay. Am I overthinking it? I know we say I don't look at scores, but when you come out and you put up a 45, if 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 it blows up in my face, people are going to go, well, Top. mate, he, he scored 45 in the preseason. What are you doing? You're an idiot. Um but then, you know, my justification is he's going to be the number one ruck. That was the narrative the whole preseason. If he's the number one ruck, he's like 80 to 85. That's 10 points of upside. It's not much, but when you're uncertain about a few other options... Yeah. The, look, you know, the like, other thing we've cited is is he plays Brisbane, Brisbane. round one. So he could in very Adelaide. well... It's in Adelaide, but... Um, I'm, try, I'm trying. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm, Brisbane, I'm Brisbane have historically been not great for Rucks to score against. I, I think... And especially for him, I think he's had a few real big duds against Brisbane the last few times he's scored. I, I reckon, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but if, if Cox is not named, go to Cameron. Mm-hmm. And if Cox is named, I'd find a way to go to English. There, like, there's... So you're not... You're, you're off Lyset. I think... You're forgetting Lyset. I think I'm forgetting forget. Lyset. And because the thing is... There's at least there's the safety in the numbers too. If you pay up and you go for English, I know it compromises your structure a little bit as well. But if you go Lysette and like you said, he he hits a 45 off the bat, it's going to take then what 110 to get his price getting going back the right way, mm. and suddenly you're in a pickle that no one else is in. Yeah, and, I, and maybe I save but what myself do you stand from to gain? Well, I save myself from the pickle of the other side of the coin of having one fewer rookies on my ground and having, 
you know, uh, you know, a beefy midfielder that I really like, and everyone else is struggling with a Finn Callahan or whatever like you that. You could leave your beefy midfield and still get English by doing I the could, day down to but, a rookie. But yeah, I'd have to go day down to a rookie. And I get an extra uh, rookie on my ground, which is looking like a lucky Cowan. But I mean, you run. Why? Why do we feel a bit dirty about that? Because we run two rookies in the forward line. We run three rookies in, or four for some people, rookies in the midfield. Why are we feeling dirty about running two? I just, I just the 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 D six rookies to me and the way I read it don't feel secure. I know that we have a few two hundred k options there, but I'd say they feel more secure than the bench options in the midfield at the moment. Yeah, but they're not going to be on the ground though. So you know what I mean? Like, but, I, but like the, I'm moving a bench rookie from my defense onto my field in that scenario. So you can feel. So you can feel like confident. So you can feel confident in Jimby. Uh, yeah. So he'd now be at D5. Yeah. Surely you get one of three playing. I know they're not going to score. Yeah. But what if they're subbed out that mm. game? That's what I'm worried about. So like, you yeah. know, like I said before, if if a Lockie Cowan and a Alex Chincotta, you know, were said yeah. by the coach, they they're subbed. fighting for the last spot. So if that guy's fighting for the last spot, would he not be the first guy subbed off? It could be, unless they make, like you said, it's a tactical sub. Tactical, but they go... They like change the structure of their team a little bit. Yeah, look. But does Carlton have something to do that with? Do they t- have a tool to take out? Oh, probably not. Is it Mark Pitnett that comes out or something like that? I have to really look at their side and, yeah. and sort of look at the makeup of their side. And do you think it's one of those? Like a, do you think it's one of those ones where you literally could go back and forth forever and you'd never? Come yeah, to <laughs> I think like, I think you just got to plant your flag in, in one thing. Um, look, I still think and. Look, I could, and I'm on a podcast now, and people watch this, and, <laughs> and I'm going to have to front up on, on Monday next week, but I, I think that I'm still more likely to go with a lie set than an English. So the tipping point for you is not the high ownership? Like no. If, so I, I'm trying to remove ownership from my head. Okay. Um, English, I think, has the potential to be good, but I don't know if he's going to be a guy that whacks like 140, 140, 140 on my yeah, head, especially with his draw. And there's the added, you know, injury concerns that he's had in the preseason. Maybe I'll get lucky with an injured, you know, uh, Tim English. (sighs) Look, I don't feel great about it, but I just don't feel great about any of the options. And so when I don't feel great about any of the options, my mindset is I'm just going to save the cash because then at least I've invested less on a risky option. I get a look. Yes, it might require a bit of a restructure if things go poorly, but I could fall back on the safety of, Lyset is underpriced. Like he is. He's he's an 80 averaging guy. Um, he's underpriced. He might have a poor matchup. It might be a slow burn, but yeah. eventually he could get there. So I still think despite 2% ownership and it seeming like a risk, if he's number one ruck, and that is obviously the big thing, if he's like if Teekle's named the team, I'm off. Yeah, I'm out. Good, yeah. um, it, like that's the scenario. So say Cox is named with Cameron and Teekle is named either on the emergencies is like a sub or something. Then you'd go to English. Or, or he's in the team, then i go to English. That's when Unless I... Unless Goldstein's not named. Uh, let's go to the next couple of guys <laughs> oh, here. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, I'll group these two guys together. Peter Adams, Tristan Zeri. Again, I want to refer back to that scenario <laughs> of last year. Steph yeah. Martin, Tim English, played in the preseason games together, come round one. Steph Martin was not named in the round one starting side. If there is a scenario where Goldstein is not named <laughs> in the round one team, Tristan Zeri is still an option. Mate, we are so deep in the barrel. Just oh, we are. The bottom. But I see this as less likely. I, I don't know. Do, would you... 
I just want to flag it. Like, like, yeah, oh yeah. Say it, teams come around and, Trish, and, and Goldstein At least is you not. Could say I told you so. Yeah. Well, if Goldstein <laughs> is not like, let's just let's say that is happening. If Goldstein is not in the team, come round one, could you go Tristan Jerry? Like, if he's there, you're not oh, going there. I, I could if you save enough cash to make everything else look. Well, you make awesome. cash from a lie set to a Jerry. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So that's, if you're saving that's, that's fixing up your rookies. That's getting a chinkotta to a uh, Cowan right there. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's definitely a play. I don't know how likely it is to happen, um, but yeah. I guess I guess you got to be pre- prepared for everything. These are the questions, and oh, this is man. this is like where the R two is coming down for me, and it's going to come down to these teams. Um, so my R two decision will be made on that <laughs> Thursday night when the teams dropped between the teams dropping and that Richmond Carlton game starting that's where my R2 position is going you'll to be you'll need to sort it then cuz some of the rookies on the yeah, in the back I will. line are I will. it'll be players, a stressful so. stressful hour so i'll uh, yeah, you're going to have you're going to have my login Thursday night as well mate cuz yeah uh, you, yeah you're away so yeah, uh, i'm out you'll um, have to give me your contingency plans and all your moving pieces yeah, yeah, it's like it's that like meme what, what's that meme it was a uh, the guy from the hangover or something doing the math in his oh, head. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That'll yeah. be it, mate. You'll be like double handling laptops. That's me at the moment, and... yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I think between all the options, I'm looking at Tristan Jerry, I'm looking at um, Tim English, I'm looking at Scott Lysette, I'm looking at Darcy Cameron, and maybe even a Sean Darcy. So five well, possibles there Good to see you me. made up your mind. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but, but the last question I'll throw to you. Okay. Peter Adams, is, is he an option? No. Nah. No? Just, just because just, I don't want any more options. Just don't want any more options. <laughs> I don't want to talk about any more options. I'm, this is anxiety-inducing. Look, uh, well, he'd only be, I guess, a temporary option. What's he priced at? Uh, he is priced at. I think he's in that Tristan Jerry kind of yeah. range. Nah, um, let's I can't. I can't, in good conscience, put another name in people's heads. He is priced at about sixty-seven, so a little bit less than a Scott Lysette. Um, You know if. If he's soul rucking, but then again, the comments about the McAndrews kind yeah. of steers me a little bit further away from that. Um, he didn't have the greatest preseason. I think he had a few injuries, and there was yeah. question marks whether he was going to be playing round one. He did play the preseason game, which is a tick there, but I'm probably less. I just wanted to throw it out there because <laughs> yeah. there's a scenario that is that is the right pick. Because... People are going to listen to this podcast for answers and all that. Oh, I'm sorry questions. that we've not answered any questions. So <laughs> yeah. uh, just just you... an insight into our minds right now. <laughs> you should have clicked right. out about half hour ago. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you came for answers, this was not the podcast for you. Uh, just more questions, but I hope. Well, I hope at least that gives an insight into the way in which my mind is working in terms of like contingency plans mm. and um, how the teams being named will help shape my decisions on those R2s. I, I think you've given some great insight, and, and I think you should go and write yourself another review. I gotta know. I gotta go have a rest after this. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Uh, after this podcast because, Go create uh, another alias and, Yeah and, <laughs> More burner accounts But uh, <laughs> I better write myself one You, were, you just shouted, you done one mate? You just shouted yourself out what I'm sure I... you, you just didn't read it out I'm sure you gave yourself no, a review no. I'm sure there's a Richmond one in there Isn't there Humble as they come mate <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's Let's uh, let's wrap this one up here guys But yeah So uh, plan for this week Because we are so dedicated We're actually going to be doing A fourth podcast this week You know Just uh, I'm I'm working to the bone I'm just finding this out uh, I'm I'm, I'm all in mate I'm I'm working to the bone We've got uh, 
I, I want to run this name by you. I don't know if I'm ripping off Calvin Would over it? here, but the Casey's captains, what are your thoughts on the Casey's captains? Reeks of plagiarism, <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. But through, a little bit. Go through, turn it in, I mean. Maybe we, yeah, maybe we have to get permission from the, the Calvinator if we can Let's, do it. We'll go with something. Else. We'll, like so, Skipper. You know, skippers. oh yeah, skipper. So it's, we'll do something with that. Okay, we'll have to think about something. Else. I'll, think, okay. I'll think of my S words and I'll get back to you. Yeah, all right. We'll, we'll come up with something else, but maybe we're going to go maybe through. Somebody could come up with something. Yeah, if you've got some suggestions, drop them in the comments. But we're going to go through captains in. Um, well, we're going to be recording on Wednesday. It'll probably come out before the Thursday night games. Yeah. Um, and also doing a bit of a checklist of rookies. Hopefully, we'll have some more teams announcing their debutants this weekend. Yeah. Um, leading into the games, and then on Friday. Basically going to be doing a last-minute round one checklist. What's happening? What are our final thoughts on our teams? And maybe even answering a few questions there. So Big Tigers celebration, hopefully, for that hopefully, Friday one yeah, too. We'll have that round where we'll be reviewing the, the first games as we well. We'll so, uh, be talking about 10 gold bags for yeah, Lynch. and Hopefully Doherty getting injured on 20. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll probably have the VC on him, mate. He's going 140. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we'll talk VCs. And then my boy Maxi Heath will come well. in handy and I'll just loop it up. Very exciting, guys. It Footy is. is just around the corner. Ooh, so, yeah. again, make sure you guys are subscribed. We're going to keep pushing to that uh, 1,000 sub goal. But make sure you give this video a big thumbs up over on YouTube, Apple uh, Podcast Rating and Review, and we will see you guys next time. Catch you later. Bye.